Good evening. This is Dee Dee Banks at the table. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Come on. It's time to sit down and let's have some tea and go into uh, another episode about narcissism. The big, ugly narcissist out there. Now I'm on episode number six and this question that I'm going to go right into it. But before I do, I hope you had a wonderful weekend. I hope you had a great 4th of July weekend. There was so much going on. I hope you stayed safe. Um, Today is July the 7th. The news was terrible this weekend. A lot of shootings all across the United States and children were killed. And I was so disappointed. Um, because we have come so far with Black Lives Matter and for us to kill each other. It was just such a devastating uh, thing to see. I was hoping we would get beyond that, but evidently, you know, the weather is warm. There is still a lot of mess amongst uh, us Black people that we cannot get past and we're killing each other. But this killing children, killing children, I was so disappointed to hear that. So, you know, how, anyway, I'm not going to even go there. Let me get right to narcissists, okay? Because I I, I just felt so stupid, um, you know, all this that we're going through and here, we killing each other and we talking about Black Lives Matter, but we killing each other. Oh my God, that is so, we just look so stupid. I'm just so embarrassed about it. But anyway, I'm not going to fuss like your mama tonight. Um... I'm going to keep on uh, uh, with this narcissist right now. And the question tonight is this. Um, are narcissists backstabbers? Grace Spark answered the question. Grace Spark uh, is a narcissist abuse survivor. So this is what she said. Yes, they are backstabbers. A narcissist views the person in a close relationship with them as a competitor and not someone that is an equal who you seek to have a genuine relationship with. In their minds, it is a battle for supremacy theirs. As such, if you are ever in a relationship, aka enmeshment, entanglement, foxlationship, hostage situation with a narcissist, expect to be backstabbed. Narcissists won't say it is backstabbing. They will say it is simply them protecting their own interests. But they know the extremes they go to in order to get their own way at the significant other's expense as far beyond what the average person considers reasonable in a close relationship. That is why they are said to have a personality disorder because what they do is extreme compared to the average person. The average person views personal relationships as more of a shelter from the storm, a safe place compared to the outside world. But the narcissist views every single interaction with another human being as a war that they have to win. Doesn't that sound like your president? Many do not have 
uh, many do not have many boundaries for what they won't do to another person to win. They view people's lives as a game. As supply, aren't entitled to boundaries. There is often very little incentives in the narcissist's mind not to backstab you. As I said, many will rationalize. It isn't backstabbing, but it is. And somewhere it like a badge of honor because they believe it means that they are the best. Personally, I don't see being the best at backstabbing those those close to you as a great achievement. But that is where our brains differ. Narcissists are win. Narcissists are win at all costs. Whereas I see a lot of these so-called wins as cheap, hollow victories. How about that? Been there, done that. I can identify that one very well. Okay, now this is uh, another one, part uh, two. This is funny, so check this out. Um, the ant, okay, okay. Let me read this one. Oh my god. Okay, here we go. Was the love of your life a narcissist? Jimmy G, MSN family nurse practi- practitioner uh, from um, at Indiana University. She is a graduate. She's graduated. Okay, this is what she said. Absolutely not. Narcissists are manipulators, empty, heartless, selfish, cheaters, liars, blamers, fakes, have no morals, use others. They break rules but expect others to keep them, break promises but expect others to keep them. They are hypocrites. They torture people. They hurt people. They don't have any love in their hearts. They are entitled. Mine was lazy and did not work. They make people marry them, then cheat on them. Cheat when they are engaged. Say cheating isn't, they think that cheating isn't a big deal. Run from their wrongful actions. They cheat with people who are married and pregnant. Oh my God. Pretend that they love others. They act nice to everyone, yet stab their own friends in the back. They don't care about uh, society or who they damage. They sleep with anyone. They do orgies while they are in relationship. This is crazy. They lie to their own parents and their family. They play the victim when cornered. When not cornered, they brag about how they hurt others. They are cowards. They are addicts. They are trashy. They gaslight. They make others think that they are crazy. They make others think that think they are the crazy ones. They send people to mental facilities when they should be the ones in them. They just don't care. Their contribution to society is to psychologically damage others. Was the narcissist the love of my life? No. It was the nightmare of my life. That was really, really, really good. Woo, family. I'm enjoying this. I just have to laugh. Then I have to share this with you. Today, a friend of mine, a lady friend of mine, she told me that uh, she heard something about narcissists. And she uh, 
she sent me some information and I ran across a gentleman by the name of R.C. Blake Jr. And evidently he's been talking about narcissists um, for over a year now and he's a pastor and uh, he is online and he's talking about narcissists from a biblical standpoint. So he breaks down things about a narcissist and then he has scriptures uh, that because um, history repeats itself. So there are people in the Bible that have uh, the same spirit, narcissist uh, spirits. And so he goes into it, but he had seven things that he said that um, that narcissists do uh, destroy lives, okay? And he says that uh, people might, he's, okay, this is what he said. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal a person's heart. The devil will seek whom he may devour, and he sends people consistently to wreck your life. So that's what the devil does. He sends these narcissists in our lives, men and women, uh, to destroy them. Okay, because the the devil's job is to kill, steal, and destroy. So these are seven things that this guy said, I'm going to run them by you right quick uh, because I don't want to go over uh, 15, 20 minutes, okay? Number one, a narc never speaks when you praise others or great great things about them. So when you're bragging about somebody else's accomplishments, they are very quiet. They don't say a single word. They hate it. So what they do is they change the conversation back to revert to themselves. They have broken souls. No room to accommodate others. Broken Brokenness prohibits them uh, to love. They are jealous, envious, fundament, fundamentally broken. And we need, uh, we need our husband and boyfriend to celebrate us. So if you have achievements in your life, uh, say that you... You have become successful in something. They are so jealous. They cannot stand it. So what they want to do is sabotage you and make you feel less than that you've accomplished something. So they'll never celebrate any joy of your growth or accomplishments. Number two, you will see their face change when you are being celebrated. Your own accomplishments. The face changes because they have a spirit in them. Because you are on the rise, they feel they have to be better than you. They can't hide it. It's called malignant resistance. Woo! Them on top, you on the bottom. Never support your advancement as a woman. Fundamentally incapable of supporting you. You can find that in Genesis 4. Verses three to six, he talks and gives you an example between uh, the two brothers, uh, Cain and Abel, uh, and jealousy, uh, you know, caused murder between the brothers. Okay, number three, gradually disapprove of all the important people in your life. Yeah, here we go. They hate. They don't want you to have a circle of people in your life that love you. So you have to watch out for that. So he says this, they are master, masters at sex. They're freaky, 
sex that blow your mind completely. You completely lose your emotions and your psychological control because the sex is so good. They get you in in that soul tie mode. Okay? Soul tie mode. They start um, untying um, relationships that they disapprove of, like your mom, your dad, your son, your brothers, your sister, and your friends. They tear down your support system. Social isolation is the plan so they can abuse you without anybody interfering. Then they let you destroy the relationship. Okay, they they make you feel crazy and you start acting out and then they, they say you break up the relationship. Now, there's an example of that in Genesis uh, 3, verses 2 through 6. Uh, the first narc in Genesis was Lucifer, okay, who was thrown out of heaven because he thought he was better and smarter than God, okay? So here's number four. They want to make you feel less about your accomplishments, diminishing the moment. You'll be on a high. They make you feel bad. They specialize humiliation, humiliating you. Number five, they contradict your view of reality. About the smallest of things, they gaslight you to make you think you're crazy or that you start to feel like you're crazy. That's why a lot of people go to the cuckoo house because they don't mess with your mind so bad. They want your mind so bad that you don't know if you're coming or going. They got you with... Oh, my God. I have been there, too. Okay. Number six. They disappear suddenly without a single word. Poof. Gone, honey. No calls. They block you from social media. It's called ghosting. We all are familiar with that word. That's to um, rupture your self-esteem. So they do that to you. They love bomb you with that good sex coming and always there for you. And then those jokers, they ghost you. Okay? Here we go. A form of rejection and abandonment. A soul tie you have. You will need the approval of that person. You need that person to come back in your life to feel whole again. They did it to break you. They did it to break you, okay? They disappeared after they did all that to you because they did it on purpose to break you and made you feel bad about yourself. So you need their approval like, oh, why did they dump me? What did I do wrong? Oh, I love them so much. Why aren't they calling me? You start jumping in the bushes, hiding and stalking them. Where they at? Where they don't want you. Honey, then I moved on to the new supply. Okay? So we're you we start chasing them and you are in trouble. Okay? Alright, you need their approval because they have rejected you, abandoned you, and they have hurt you. They have injured your self-esteem. So you look for them to come back and say that they're sorry. They ain't gonna say they're sorry. They're not gonna say they're sorry. For walking out, they will never give you that. It was a purpose to break your soul so that you are addicted to their approval. 
they will never give you that. They'll never give you the approval. They'll never, ever apologize. So you are like a drug addict running behind a drug dealer to sell them another drug. Woo! They want to puppet you like they won't, uh, like they won't. When they drop out your life, like when, when they drop out of your life like that, when they disappear and call themselves ghosting you, mm, they are repositioning themselves emotionally where they take the reign over your life emotionally and you find yourself being steered by another person. So when they walk out, don't let them back in. Don't let them jokers back in. All you single women and men, honey, don't let them back in, okay? Leave them alone. Go through your crying. Go through whatever you got to go through. The pain because it hurts because your heart is broken. If you, And just do it. But don't go running after them anymore. Don't go running after anybody. Never run behind anyone. Because if you have to run behind someone, they don't mean you well at all. They are a manipulator, a controller, a demonic spirit set by the devil, devil to break your soul. You start questioning yourself. When they do that, they get you to a low position that you never dreamed that you would do. This is a game, family. They hook you with a good conversation, time, great sex, all that attention. Then say you uh, then say you're just friends. So after they get you in the bed and love bomb you. After it's over, you know, a couple of days, they, then they just say, she's just a friend. You heard that term. Oh, that's my friend. Not your woman or your man. Oh, that's my friend, honey. They get you in the bed and you, uh, oh yeah, in the bed and you're free, freaking, freaking, I don't know. Change your lot. The Lord kicks people out of your life. Let them go. When the Lord kicks them out, when them jokers leave, honey, that's the Lord is just cleaning house for you to keep you, keep you sane so that you can move on and make room for somebody that really loves you. Check out Proverbs 25 verse 19. And here's number seven. All right. Giving in and out of your life. Oh, 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 going in and out of your life. What's up? So they call you. What's up? Calling you. Uh, I've been thinking about you. Oh, yeah, baby. I've been thinking about you. I can't stop thinking about you. I love you so much. Uh, They don't say that. I just just can't stop thinking about you. Hmm. Yeah, right. Don't believe that mess. There's um, saving. uh, what What does it say? Okay, they're giving, going, okay, they're going in and out of your life because you keep leaving that door open. So when you get strong enough, develop that self-love for yourself. Develop the self-love for yourself, honey. Don't let anyone, anyone disrespect you. They call this 
hoovering. So they hoover like little buzzards, hoovering over you, hoovering over where you're at. They may have some kind of app on their phone stalking where you are. They may be on your social media page stalking you there. They may pop up if they live in the same town. You might be with another man. Here they go, wondering why you with somebody else. You know, I love you. You know, what you doing with that joke? I love you. All that mess. Anyway, so um, they think, uh, what they do, they think that they're supposed to be uh, re-entertained by you. So if you get stopped by them, this is what uh, um, this this gentleman says, uh, this pastor, this is what he said. If they start stalking you, it gets out of control. Just call the popo on them. Call the popo on them and tell them that they're stalking you. And, uh, you know, you just find a way to get rid of them that way. You can get rid of them by the law. So don't let the love for someone else make you hate yourself. That's really good. Don't let the love for someone else from for someone else make you hate yourself. You are your own worst enemy right now. When you're in these type of relationships, you're your own worst enemy and you love them more than you love yourself because you allow these people to come into your life and abuse you. Okay? You keep opening up the door because you're addicted to that ungodly sex. And to live well, we have to live right. Okay? To live well, we have to live right. So single folks, Stop giving them that sex, man or woman. Yeah, men, keep that thing in your pants. And yeah, girls, ladies, keep your your underwear up because you cannot live well uh, when you're addicted to uh, ungodly sex. You have to stop this because that person is a demon and they mean you no good. And if you want to live well, You have to live right. Amen. Respect yourself. Don't let the devil talk you out of a beautiful life that God has for your life. Narcissists introduce you to perversion. The perversion is the glue to hold the soul ties together. You can't break free because your body and mind is so confused and locked down with this demonic spirit. They waste up your life and leave you, you accept them being with others. So you so caught up in the game, in his game, you know he messed with other people. So you allow him to go on and, and uh, be around the corner with Sally, with, with Jane, with, with Shaquita uh, or, or, or whoever and until it's your turn to come around and you're happy with that piece of uh, man or that little piece of woman that's coming around to use you when they want to use you and they really don't want you. So that is it. I appreciate that, that I stumbled across because I am studying this thing. Woo! Thank you, Case R.C. Blake Jr. Thank you for that. And uh, we are going to go into episode number seven and we're going to go into more questions that are asked and people um, professionals and people who have dealt with this uh, are going to answer questions that you are going to be very interested in. And then we're going to wind this up after a few more episodes and uh, we're going to go into how to get rid of them, how to get them out of your life. It's not easy. 
It's going to take the love of Christ to get rid of them. Uh, because spirits are very strong. Okay. I love you, family. And I love talking about this. This is so juicy and so good. But anyway, I'm going to close out now. It's been 24 minutes and, and 8 seconds. And I don't want to go uh, much longer than that. But stay safe. Stay safe. We're going to talk about different blood types. Know your blood type. Okay. A lot of people don't know what their blood type is. It's very important that you know your blood type because the COVID-19 is attacking certain blood types more so than certain blood types, okay? So you need to be aware of what your blood type is. So call your doctor, ask your doctor if you don't know what your blood type is. I didn't know. I found out mine a few years ago, but then when I started asking the question, What's your blood type? They have no idea. And I'm telling you, that's just like I didn't even know all these years. I'm an asthmatic that my lungs were in the back, in my back, in the back, back. Till I seen a video and I felt so stupid, but I didn't know. I thought everything was in the chest, in the front. So I was always treating the front and ignoring the back. And I was like, Lord, I thank you today. So I started, you know, going for the back, treating the back. Okay, when you have respiratory problems, you have to start from the back, you know. So there's so much I want to talk to you about. So much, family. And uh, I'm going to talk about it. We're going to do this thing, okay? I love you in the name of Jesus Christ. And uh, there's nothing that you can do about it. Stay well, stay, stay healthy, and stay strong, okay? Beware of that narcissist, especially those of you that are out there dating um, on social media. Some of you are meeting each other face-to-face. But beware of that demon out there. They're out to get you. Okay, and I love you too much to hear about you being destroyed. Bad enough we're going through this pandemic, you know, uh, going through protesting and fighting for, for our rights, fighting for, uh, you know, to have equal equal justice and everything. And and then, you know, you, you get a narcissist coming into your life, stealing your joy, just stealing your life away. It's not worth it because God has a plan for you. Amen. I love you. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful and glorious day. Before I ask you anything, Father God, forgive us for our sins, seen and unseen, Father. In the name of Jesus, keep us, Lord, in your perfect peace, God. Protect us from these demons that are out there, the coronavirus, the COVID-19, Father God, narcissists, Father God, um, negative uh, uh, white privileged people who are destroying lives out there, Father God. So many negative things right now. We are fighting for our lives. And we ask for your arms of protection in the name of Jesus. We love you, Father God. Oh God, watch over our families, Father God. Protect our families from this COVID-19. Oh God, protect the people that are asystematic, that are spreading this virus, Father God. Keep us home and keep us safe. Give us desire to just stay close to home as much as possible because this is something that we cannot see. We're in a spiritual warfare. We're in a spiritual warfare. We're fighting against principalities that you cannot see. We can't see them, Father, but you know them and you're trying to teach us to be aware of them. And we thank you for your loving kindness and your Holy Ghost power. 
that's keeping us at this time, keeping us strong and giving us information to share and have the knowledge. Without knowledge, we perish. Most people are perishing because of lack of knowledge, Father God. We thank you today. Father God, I thank you for this podcast. I thank you, Father God, for giving me the opportunity to speak to your people and shed light on this one particular demon right now. We're going to deal with them one at a time. And I thank you today, Jesus Christ. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' matchless name, amen. Okay, family, that's it. Until the next time, we're going to work on episode number seven. Be blessed. Thank you.